Hello, and welcome to Grow With Soul. I'm Kate Ferris, a coach, writer, hiker, and recovering high achiever, and this is a work in life podcast. Join me for discussions and musings about how our work can be a small and magical part of a bigger, more meaningful life. So come on in, get comfy, and let's begin. Hello, and welcome to Grow With Soul. Today's episode is called How to Have a Fulfilled Life, and I'll admit that's a little bit of a clickbaity episode title. This is not going to be an episode that's going to tell you an exact formula for feeling fulfilled in the next three to five working days. But I think you know me well enough by now to know that wasn't really going to happen. Rather, today I want to talk about what I've learned about fulfillment so far and give you some jumping off points on your own journey. Now, before we get into it, I just wanted to quickly let you know that the cabin pre-sale is now open. So that means that you get £50 off the total price of the cabin, plus you get my new course, Make More Time, completely for free. So the cabin is a supported program with essays and audio, workbooks, Q&As and one-to-one tech support sessions to give you a cocoon and accountability to actually take that life that you're daydreaming about and the one that you've got all planned out perfectly and make it a reality, make it happen. So there's also a nice form on the website now where you can come and ask me how exactly the cabin might help you specifically and I can send you a personal answer. So you can go and sign up to get one of the places, there's only 20 places and all the details are at simpleandseason.com forward slash the cabin and I'm really excited to meet you there. Okay, let's get back onto fulfillment. So first of all, what do I mean when I say fulfillment? How am I defining it? So for me, fulfillment is living truthfully. It is doing things because they are what you truly want rather than you feel you have to do them. It is having your commitments and work and hobbies and family and self and all the other parts of your life in the quantities you want them to be in. It is an ease with and acceptance of who you really are. It is making decisions and choices from an intentional place, living life on purpose rather than drifting through. It is not waiting or longing for the perfect conditions, but creating the life you want to live in the here and now. Which is easy for me to say, but what does that actually look like? It's going through your work projects and crossing out any that you are 
doing for clout or because someone said you should or it feels like the kind of thing you have to do and you know for me personally this was taking one-to-one calls off my website they were something that I felt I should have as an option rather than being the truest way for me to work it's adjusting your business model to allow for more space if that's what you want or going all in on client work or getting a job you can leave behind at the end of the day if that gives you the balance you want. It's putting time in your calendar or an item on your to-do list to do that hobby that you really like or that activity on a regular basis. It is deciding to believe that there is not something wrong with you in a social situation where you feel uncomfortable just accepting that's not where you thrive. Seeing the travels or the conferences or the extreme sports that others are doing and instead of feeling bad that you're not doing those things or feeling boring because you don't really want to do those things, it's allowing them to wash over you as you continue to do what really lights you up. It is going to that family thing because you've consciously chosen that that is how you want to spend your afternoon and not because it's just assumed that you'll go. And it's approaching it with clarity about how you want to be there. It's doing the group program that makes you feel sparkly rather than going through the motions with the, in inverted commas, logical next step for your business. It's being in the midst of a heartbreak or a big work disappointment or a stressful life event and making sure you go out every day and you walk the hills if that's your thing or you just look at the leaves and be yourself for a few minutes. In my experience, fulfilled is something we want to go out and get. It's something we want to go and find, capture, buy, receive. We want to have the right house or the right teapot. We want to have a hobby or a passion that will be the nucleus of our fulfillment where we store it all. We want to have the people in our lives orient their behaviour towards fulfilling our happiness. We want to read research our way to a state of fulfillment. We want it to happen to us. But the truth is, fulfillment isn't out there, it's in here. It's not something we can find externally, because it exists in our truest self. Rather than going out and getting it, we need to unfurl it from within. Or perhaps This sounds boring. Maybe you want to go on a great mission towards fulfillment, or maybe you want it to be some shiny thing that appears on the horizon. Just anything other than what is inside your humdrum self. You know, this is supposed to be an unrecognizable makeover, a glamorous improvement and not making do with what you have. But, you know, okay. (laughs) If you want to believe that, but you know, it's also supposed to happen. You can wait 
and struggle and keep sitting there scanning the horizon or you can lean back and you can be fulfilled because in this way it's easy well perhaps not easy though it's the right word it's inevitable how much less stressful is it when the life you want is not something you have to grab hold of on the wind before it blows away but something that is quietly inside you that you have to unearth It's not something you can miss when you look the wrong way, but something that is constantly with you. In this way, it is easy because you can rest assured that it will exist for you. But of course, there is effort. There is the effort of unearthing that seed of truth underneath all the conditioning and the expectations that are all buried on top of it. The effort of creating the mechanisms by which that truth can be expressed and the effort of letting go of your grip and allowing it all to happen. But what about this life you've got planned? What about the dream you're chasing and the ideal life daydream that is quite frankly getting you through the days? And I'm not saying to give up on your dreams. I'm saying the way to actually experience fulfillment is to break those dreams into their elemental parts and find the truest expression of them in your life right now. This means letting go of expectation of what your dream life is supposed to look like and relaxing into how it feels in your current life. So a very surface level example of this is that in my dream life, I have a little cottage in the middle of a vast flower garden. And in my current life, I have a postage stamp with four pots. (laughs) But you know, I spent time planning out those pots and I picked out the things I loved most at the garden centre and I tend to them. I have brought that element of the dream life into my reality and I am getting what I wanted it to give me. I am not waiting to have flowers, literally and metaphorically. Once you tap into what you want the parts of your dream life to give you, how you want to feel differently in that dream life, you can start to see how you can integrate those things in your here and now. Yes, they may not be as picture perfect as you might have wanted, but they are actually happening. And happiness is happiness, whether you're experiencing it in your dream house or sitting on your front step. Fulfillment happens by practice. It happens in everyday choices and everyday thoughts. It may sound silly, but a big part of being fulfilled is remembering to be fulfilled. When the circumstances of life are running amok and you're escaping into daydreams, it's 
dragging your actions and thoughts back to that seed and remembering that you want to be living as your truest self. And then readjusting and carrying on with more consciousness over your decisions and more commitment to making the time to do the things that make you feel the way your dream life feels. It is having simple, even implicit rituals that ground you into this remembering or that allow you to access those oozy, joyful feelings. And I have a blog post on implicit rituals that I will pop in the show notes that will go into more detail on what I mean by that. But for example, when I put on a song before I start work, it's a reminder that I do things my way and not the default way. And when I go for a walk every afternoon, even if it's a short one, it's a way to access my truest self, no matter what is happening in my world. It is being present to where your life is actually happening and being here living it. And again, there is a blog post, which I'll put in the show notes on being here. Fulfillment is achieved by being in action, little and often. It's not something that is going to happen to you. It's not somewhere that you will just arrive at in 25 years by sitting on the train you're on for long enough. Start to think of fulfillment as a doing word. Something you remember to do every day for five minutes. And then when that becomes a habit, you aim for half an hour and it goes on and on, colouring your life one piece at a time until you're living in technicolour. At least this has been my experience. I think it was 2019 when I chose fulfilment as my word of the year, hoping that that would be enough for it to happen and that, you know, I'd take up drawing and buy a house and then just fulfilment would land like a blanket around my shoulders. But it kept not happening. It kept feeling that there were more doors I had to go through to get there. And I lived an unsettled life of itching for more. I spent years trying to think my way to fulfilment. I thought I had to find the thing to add to my life until... I slowly realised that the walks I took every day were giving me what I wanted if I'd allow myself to lean back and receive it. I realised that the serenity I was longing for came after a day of writing and I could have it now rather than struggling to find the perfect serenity-inducing passive income stream. The more I opened to what was true, what was happening, the more I started to be existing in my dream life. Not my dream life on paper or my dream life on vision board, but my dream life in my heart. It is all of this. The three years of trying and forcing and then releasing and then forcing again and then remembering to release that has brought me to this conception of fulfillment. And it's also all of this that I have put into the cabin 
because so much of it is practice and remembering to practice. I know that having a container to do that in, a cocoon to hold it within and ensure it happens is something very useful. You don't need to be told what to do or what to think. It is, after all, the expression of your truest self we're talking about. You just need a place to go, to commit, to be held, to build the habits and emerge confident and easeful. Of course, you can build practice and remembering and presence without the cabin. It just might be nicer to do it within it. When I was coming up with what became the cabin, I had a piece of card and in the middle I wrote a fulfilled life. And around the outside, I wrote down everything I could think of that contributed to fulfillment. And these eventually congealed into nine main themes and these will be our monthly themes in the cabin that we will explore and work on how to apply them easily to our lives. So I thought for the rest of this episode I would share a little bit on each one here too. So first there's desire. There is no starting without knowing and embracing what we desire. And yes, This is what we desire to have, but also what we desire to know and who we desire to be. It is centering these desires, those feelings we want, and committing to building a life around them and then beginning to, obviously, take action and carry them into our days. Two, possibility. What so often holds us back is an extremely narrow conception of what is possible. So much more is possible than what we think and if we just consider an alternative, develop a curiosity and live in a more open mind, so much more can be real than we'd ever imagined. Three, choosing. One of the biggest actions you can take toward fulfillment is choosing what you do not just going along with it, not doing the sensible option, not even doing the first thing that comes into your head. It's deciding what the truest choice is and committing to that. This does become a natural way of being, but at first it's a practice of self-empowerment. Four, devotion. Now I wrote a blog post all about devotion a few weeks ago that goes into more detail of how I'm conceiving of it. But ultimately, devotion asks, what would you do if your life was someone you love? How can you honour and elevate your own life every day as if it was something you cherished? Five, space. Although the practices and rituals I'm talking about will slot into your life, whether that's because they already exist or you're replacing like for like, it can feel overwhelming and like the walls are closing in when you're trying to shift from one life to another. Creating space through radical prioritization and then maintaining that space is crucial to allowing the fulfilling feelings to flow. 
Six, loosen. Nothing thrives under a tight grip. And that makes sense when you say it like that. We would not grip a baby bird (laughs) or squeeze a plant into a too small pot. But we do it with our fulfillment. We grip onto our ideas of what we think we want. We grip onto our behaviours and actions. Loosening up, leaning back, being present, experiencing our lives is how we can let fulfillment thrive. Seven, try. Things aren't going to happen to you. You have to do something. You have to make effort. But effort can be easeful and trying can be a fulfilling experience in itself. This is all about taking that striving energy and harnessing it in a way that is light and positive. Eight, sourcing. By sourcing, I mean getting what you want and need. This means locating joy and contentment inside yourself as well as where you can get it in the world outside of you. It's practicing being able to access those fulfilled feelings at will and existing as a self-sourced bubble where you always know how to get what you need. Finally, flow. That elusive flow state that everyone seems to always want. I'm not defining flow, it's for you to define for yourself. And perhaps you don't need to define it, just know how it feels. But this is about existing aligned with your truth, feeling both in control and along for the ride, trusting yourself implicitly and living a life worth living. So each month of the cabin, we will explore these themes in more detail. And there will be elements of how to's where that's appropriate, ways of thinking around the theme, a workbook for you to explore your personal relationship to it, and also some suggested activities and rituals to begin to embed them as part of your fulfilled life. But for now, what I'm going to leave you with is the simplest answer to that question, how to have a fulfilled life that I can muster. Be here doing the things that feel most like your dream life. Don't wait. As I said at the beginning, the cabin is now available to pre-order. So you get that discount, you get make more time for free. And also when you join, all the workbooks are right there in the membership site. So you can really get going right now before the deliveries start in August. So you can find that at simpleandseason.com forward slash the cabin and the links to the various blog posts and things that I've mentioned you can find at the show notes at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast. You can find me on Instagram at simpleandseason and if you have a friend who you think would really enjoy this episode then please do send them the link and share where you're listening online too. And until next time, I hope you grow a soul.